Welcome to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast, brought to you by Proudmouth. Being your own loud is not new to marketing, but the mindset, strategies, and resources to help get you there are evolving faster than this industry is keeping up. It's time to find a new perspective on what works, why, and how to move your business forward. Listen in as Matt Halloran interviews guest experts to help you be your own loud. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. Something that I truly enjoy is being on other people's podcasts, but I have to tell you, it's a little bit weird because I'm usually the one asking the questions and I make the mistakes that I always tell all of the people that are on our podcast not to make lots of ums and ohs and uhs and not really necessarily thinking through my stuff. And I had the opportunity to be on the Life by Design podcast with Jimmy Williams, and I had such a good time. You know, some people have it, everybody, and you all know what it means, you know, whether that's acting, podcasting, whatever. Uh, and Jimmy truly has it. He made me feel so comfortable so fast and also asked me questions that people hadn't asked me before, which is the ultimate goal of being a podcast host is to uncover something in your client or your your guest's life that you're the only one who brought that to the table. And, and Jimmy did that with me and I had a great time. He is not only the host of a longstanding podcast called Life by Design, which I highly recommend you subscribe to. It is more than you could ever imagine. Wonderfully educational, wonderfully entertaining. And he has the perfect podcast formula because he hits the last two pieces which is a great call to action. And also, he has a lot of entertainment and storytelling value. He is a CPA and CFP, creator of the Life Plan Solutions, and founder of Compass Capital Management. Jimmy, welcome to the show, man. Hey, thank you, Matthew. Goodness. So with that kind of introduction, brother, I, I, this is already over. I mean, you I know, put yeah. me on cloud nine. I, well, and, and you have <laughs> unrealistic expectations to live up to, my friend, which, which really was my goal. So... Well, I'd love to know your history because you have, in fact, I mean, people can look it up on, on the internet. You're wonderfully transparent, but I just love getting to know a little bit more about how you became the Jimmy Williams that is on the podcast now. So, so give us a little bit of history on you. Oh, great, Matthew. I, I've got to tell you, I'm a recovering accountant. So I've been a CPA for 32 years and I am a certified financial planner professional as well, but it came in 1998. You're going to laugh. I'm working for an international firm early in my career, and I realized at one point, Matthew, I wanted to help people form their futures instead of tell them of their past. Mm -hmm. And that's how this all came to be with Compass Capital Management. I just had entrepreneurism in my blood from day one. As a kid, my father taught us to go out and create value for people, and it just came into this being, and I love it. Moving into a forward-looking profession with the historical and tax background has got to truly make you fundamentally unique and different in, in your marketplace. How do you marry that past and future tense into a plan of today? Oh, great question, Matthew. One thing we do with our clients is before you can give advice to their future and help them reach their goals, you know, these aren't my goals, they're their goals, is you must understand first the foundational past that they currently live. And one of the things we do is we understand their past to help them forge their future. And we tell our clients, you know, one thing we are horrible at as an advisor, you should always admit what your weaknesses are. Mm -hmm. And I tell them, I am horrible 
at changing the past, but I am extremely talented with my team in helping shape your future. In your historical exploration, we, we talked about this when I was on your podcast, is so much more than just numbers. Like you you would think, okay, well, this guy was a CPA, worked for a huge firm, right? So, so he's looking at all of the past numbers and all of that. Jimmy, you're asking questions other advisors aren't asking. Where did that come from? So you ask a great question. I've got to tell you this real quick story. One time a client came into our office and I did the Karnak, the you know, magician situation from the old Johnny Carson show. I took her statements without opening the envelope. I held them up to my head because she said, you haven't even looked at our statements. and You've been here for 45 minutes talking with me. You've never even looked at how much money I have. And I said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I've done this a long time in my career. Let me see if I can do something that hopefully will tell you how good I am. I took the envelope and I won't tell you the name of the broker dealer, but it was one that's pretty common throughout the country. I held this, this envelope up to my head and I listed out three positions that I knew would be on that statement. And Matthew, I asked her, I said, open those up and tell me if I got any of those three right. She said, I nailed all three of those. How did I know that? Oh, and I said, it's because we're that good. Mm. No. <laughs> nice. One of the things we do, Matthew, is this. We help people realize that we're unique by the way we approach their future plan, their life plan. No one else is doing this. Everyone's so worried about the money. What we do is we work on those things that are more important than their money. That's their life of success as they define it. And, and you have so little control over the numbers, right? The market might do something crazy that you might not be prepared for, because Lord knows none of us know what the heck's going to happen from day to day. But what you do have control over is their behavior, their goals, their setting, what you're setting them up for, which is why I love the life planning system. And you probably don't get the same sort of fee objections when you're talking about somebody's life instead of their portfolio. So absolutely, Matthew. One thing we focus on during all of our semi-annual review meetings, so we meet with our clients, our A-plus and A-clients, at least twice a year. We'll meet with what we call our B and C clients once a year. And what we do basically during those meetings is focus on their future and how we are continuing to pursue their goals and helping them realize whatever is success as they define it. The key to that is it's not all about, well, what did the market do last quarter? The real key is, are we reaching the stated return they need to reach that level of success they desire in the future? Good news for us, Matthew. We don't all need to beat the S&P 500 to live the life we want to live. That's the key. Helping clients set their expectation level so that they are working on their particular family's success, not worried about what the global market index is, right? How many client households do you have? So out of the A, B, C, and D clients, what, what, what roughly do you have? Uh, total, we have somewhere around 285 households. Well, switching gears here, because 285, you're the, you're the primary advisor. That's correct. Right. You have a support team. How many people are on the team? We have nine people on the team total. Nine people on the team probably frees up a substantial amount of your time, but I hear from financial advisors on a regular basis that they don't feel they have time to market. You're a freaking machine, dude. How <laughs> did you make that mental switch or who did you hire or how did you make that happen, dude, for you to, because I want everybody to know when Jimmy's podcasting, 
That's the only thing Jimmy's focused on, right? I mean, it is he is singularly focused to draw that stuff out of his people. He does it with great frequency, and he is fully present during these podcasts, which means you have to be in the right mindset, which I hear from advisors a lot. Matt, I just don't have time to get into that mindset. Jimmy, how the hell did you do that? That's it's really very simple yet complex. Let me give you the simple piece of this, Matthew. One thing I do and do very well is I create a vision for our team. I, as the CEO, as the principal advisor, I create a vision for what we seek as our corporate goals, so to speak. And then I help each of the team with their visions personally and professionally to help add or augment to the corporate vision. And then we do one thing that a lot of my colleagues do not do. We bunch those activities to be the most efficient that we can be on the day we're going to do them. So, for example, it will not shock you. I do far more than one episode of that podcast on the day we record them. Why? Because when you're on a roll, you're in that mindset, you got the material in front of you that you've written. It is so much more efficient, thereby using my time so much smarter than trying to knock one off every other day or something of that nature. So we actually schedule out our plan and then we just work the schedule. That was such a huge shift for us in a production value for this podcast is I only do these on Wednesdays. Like the, Wednesday's my podcasting day, right? So if you're going to be a guest on, on this show, you you have to agree to be that it's going to be a Wednesday because it's like this is game time for me right now. It's like that for I think it should be more like that for advisors when they're they're marketing or they're doing client reviews or they're doing strategic planning for their firm. Now, this time blocking mental blocking thing, where did you learn that from? Oh, you're going to laugh. I have uh, got coaches of every type, Matthew, <laughs> just like you're an excellent coach for your your clients that want to work in the podcast arena and create value in that manner, create those creative deliverables. I have the same thing. So I have actually been doing that since Zig Ziglar days. Wow. Yeah. Now you're going to laugh, brother. I went to three Zig Ziglar events, saw him live, shook the man's hand on one of those occasions. And I said, you know what? I'm sold. I didn't really want to emulate Zig, but I wanted to become a very serious student of the man. He was successful, in my opinion, through the 90s, you know. And I basically said to myself, if Zig can do it, right, right, Matthew? If Zig can do it, I can do it. Yeah. We went through and created way back in the 90s what I call my ideal week. I know what I'm going to do on every day I go into the office or if I'm working from home through my studio. I know exactly when I'm going to do it what I'm going to be doing. And I know when my days are off because I've already scheduled my whole year for 2021. I can tell you when I'm not going to be available to work. We call it uh, being backstage when I'm, when I'm just going to be basically gone. It's on a free day. That's how we do it. We just work the plan, man. And what it is, a lot of my colleagues don't have that discipline. So what should they do? They shouldn't work on how to improve the discipline. They should find the who should work the discipline. And I've got a great team, Matthew. It's so liberating. Uh, but my, I set my week up the same way. Very, very structured things at different days so that I can be in the right mindset. Because as you grow, you've got you've got nine people on your team, 200 and some odd, what'd you say, 280, 260 households, or you've got people that, that rely on you and that folk that you need to focus on. And I believe much like Zig said years ago, that 
it's my duty to give you my best, right? That's why you do all of the stuff that you do in order to keep yourself fresh and strong and sharp and sharpening the saw and, and having coaches and doing personal growth and development. And most importantly, taking the time off that you need to. So you're ahead of the game there. You were ahead of the game with podcasting, my friend. How many episodes <laughs> in are you? Oh, we're at 91. 91. So let's talk about that. Why in the heck did you decide to do this? <laughs> you and about 40 other people have asked me that question. <laughs> Let me explain. I have a gift of storytelling and I enjoy speaking publicly. I've been speaking on stage uh, all across the country in the southern provinces of Canada now for over 20 years. What it came about was I thought, how can I leverage my influence to helping others, which is all I do, Matthew, is help others. If I could leverage that in a way, in a medium that they could come to that medium, as opposed to me flying to them in a venue live, hearing it once, well, what would that look like? And I started exploring podcasts, and I thought, wow, this may be what I need. I really just got into developing this and did the research. Be very frank with you, I didn't have the luxury of having someone like yourself in my mind at the time I started. I just did what I always do. I go, hmm, no one can tell me that I can't do it. I'm just going to dive in and do this. <laughs> so that's what I did. Well, let's talk about the format of the podcast, because even that is something that is refreshing and different. You're not talking about tax laws. Or you're not talking about Dodd-Frank, and you're not talking about that. You're actually talking about this crazy thing called life. Let's talk about the format of the podcast. Yeah, great question. Again, I will tell you. One of the things that I found in life is when I sit and listen to a podcast, I want it to have a couple of elements. One of those is it must be ear appealing. Now, you know, when we go watch a movie, we want it to be eye appealing. Well, I want it to be ear appealing. If it's not a pleasant voice, if it's not someone with a unique dialect, I'm probably not going to listen to them, right? But if they have a great story on top of that, I'll give them a break on the dialect if their content and story is relevant to what I'm thinking, what I'm doing, what I want to understand or learn. And so I said to myself, I don't know. I've got a master's degree in taxation, but I don't know that I'd want to sit up and talk about the tax code so that all these thousands of people were in 27 countries now being listened on this podcast I don't think they would tune in just for U.S. tax code. So I said, what is something that affects all of us? And it is all of us are seeking that one thing in life, Matthew. You're seeking it whether you say it or not, and that is to be confident and to be clear on my future. That's it. Mm -hmm. Where do you find your guests? Well, finding my guests is very interesting. I actually listen to a lot of podcasts that have my interest, and some of those guests on our show has come from other podcasts I listen. I get emails to livealifeby.design and are sent to us, and they have people that recommend other guests. There are great people such as yourself that I'm talking with today that were on our podcast because I knew you from a time that you were in a previous uh, role. And I said, this guy just brings it. Every time I ever talk to him, I leave like I'm on cloud nine. So I want him on the show. And so that's how we do this. We just simply do the hard questions like this, Matthew. We ask you to be a guest on our show. That's how hard it is. Yeah. Well, and by listening to your show and the wide variety of guests that you just dive into their brain is so much fun to listen to and that's why you have such a great listenership but let's let's get down to brass tacks my friend how does this help you grow your business 
there's an indirect feeding of the podcast listeners to our business. So locally, I would say, when I say locally, within the United States, 98% probably of our listeners come from within the continental United States, Hawaii, or Alaska. We, we track this through a company called PodTracker Publisher, and that tells us the type of people listening. It, it gives you a little bit of background of geographics and so forth. But the important way we gain clientele is that they realize we're far more than just money. Too often, it's hard to compete in the world with the much larger wirehouses or, or broker-dealers or RIAs when all you're talking about is the same situation. It's all about money. What we decided to do is frame this context of our clients' needs around their life, and money is one small component of that. Let me give you a quick story. Mm-hmm. We had a grandparent as a client who had the luxury of having to adopt one of their grandchildren because of a lifestyle their son had chosen that was not conducive to that child's good goodwill. This grandparent came to me and she said, I'm 74 years of age. I never went to, to college, never went to a university. I want my granddaughter to experience a better start in her life, but I don't have a clue how to do that. So we immediately started with a planning process on how to help her get confident about sending her daughter to a university, whether it's a private or a publicly funded university. And her granddaughter on her graduation day had in excess. Now this lady was not rich. She'd never gone to school. She was just a nice working lady. She had saved over $181,000 to send this granddaughter to college and she did it over a long period of time. So we don't try to get you rich quick. We try to get you to where you're successful at whatever level you define that over a reasonable period of time. Her granddaughter came up and hugged my neck because I went to her graduation. To me, it's the relationship, right? Mm -hmm. I went to the graduation and I said to her, I'll make up a name, Annette. I said, you are on your way to making the world a better place. I am thankful you allowed me to play a small part. This girl is crying. Her grandmother's crying. I don't want to, I'm not a touchy feely guy, but you know, I got tears in my eyes because it made me feel like I made a difference. This is what we do with Live a Life by Design podcast. We talk about the human stories that really impact people's lives so they can get either influence, motivation, or they can find clarity as to what they wish to do. That's what you have to do on the podcast. For our listeners, If you were in the client's shoes or a prospect's shoes, do you want to listen to a podcast or be marketed to, I'm going to be a little bit more descriptive, to be marketed to about a whole bunch of stuff that you find terribly boring and is the reason why you're going to hire a financial professional? (laughs) Right? I I mean, (laughs) Uh, let me just answer that very easily. I don't listen to anything I don't want to. That's the luxury with being successful. Let me define success, Matthew. Success is I can do what I want, when I want, with the assets I want in my own time of choosing. Mm -hmm. I don't want to listen to anyone sell me anything. So let me give you another quick story, if I may, very quickly. I'm on an airplane. I generally sit in first class. Now, this was pre-COVID. I sit in first class because I like to be left alone. I can study the airplanes to me are the most productive times, Matthew, because you can put those noise canceling headphones on and just get in your own space, right? Mm-hmm. There's this gentleman that sat down by me and he just continued to talk to me. I knew I was in trouble when I first sat down because he sat down next to me after I'd sat down and he started talking on the tarmac, Matthew. Oh. So so, so there we, we push the plane back. We're getting ready to take off. While we're taking off, he's still talking to me. 
And I literally took my noise-canceling headphones out. I hope the audience doesn't think I'm rude. I took them out, and I put them on, and I said, I hope you have a good flight. And I put them on my ears, and he was still talking by tapping me on the arm, right? And he finally said, what do you do? And I took the headphones off very calmly. I looked at him, and I looked him right in the eye, Matthew, and I said, I'm a life insurance salesman. Would you like to have your policies reviewed? Oh, wow. Guess what happened, Matthew? <laughs> he shut up, didn't he? He turned around and got a scotch and bourbon or something to drink. <laughs> and he stopped. What I'm trying to say is people don't want to hear the dull, boring, technical babble. They want to only know how can you help them reach their success level they wish. That's all it's about. When when I talk when I when I was a coach and a consultant when when you and I first met, talking talking to my advisor clients about what ninety percent of their communication is when they're doing their annual review or semi annual review, it was always about what they're doing on their trips, how their grandkids are doing, how is their health happy, you know, all of those sorts of things. And then we get into podcasting and they want to talk about four hundred one k rollovers, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. I already think you know this stuff. So you got you have followed just by following your heart truly the the key to success with podcasting and indirectly you said that you're you're getting some some good results but what else do you do to get your name and face out there so that you can continue to grow this practice? Oh, that's another great question. So what I do is I surround myself with extremely talented people in their area of expertise. For example, let's talk about the podcast. I love the fact that you have a team of experts. If I wanted to start today on a podcast, not trying to to in any way embarrass you, I would call your office and say, okay, I just need someone to do all this stuff. I just want to write the material and I want to speak. Can you get someone else to handle all the engineering? Can you help someone else do all the pushing of the marketing, get it on the cloud-based? Can you do all that other stuff for me? I did the same thing with my practice or my business and the podcast. So in the business, before I had the podcast, I hired the best marketing people. So I have marketing managers, client relationship managers. I have a COO, handles all the business details. I have a controller that does all the accounting. I have a CPA on staff that does all of the tax compliance and so forth. And Matthew, I've got a master's in tax law. Yep. I, I, do, I know this stuff inside and out, but I don't want to waste valuable time. I could be helping the Matthew Hallorans of the world doing what I love by doing tax forms, man. So I did the same thing with a podcast. I've got an engineering firm. I've got a webmaster. I've got a content evaluator. I've got an editor. I've got all these people around, but it all comes from the center of the universe. As my wife says, Jimmy, you're not the center of the universe. And I go, in the podcast I have, I truly am. <laughs> well, but you use that for the power of good. You could use that for the power of not necessarily so good, right? And, and when everybody does have the opportunity to subscribe, which is what I would love everybody to do is to subscribe to the podcast, because that's really where you're going to learn on 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 the keys to a successful podcast. You can listen to us all the time, but but Jimmy's actually put this totally into practice because he talks about what people actually want to listen to and the perfect podcast formula, right? Relationships, or I'm sorry, storytelling, a call to action, uh, ed entertainment and education. Those are all things that he has on every single solitary podcast. He just told three stories, right? I mean, that's the sort of stuff that gets people's attention and keeps people excited about listening to your podcast because don't you want to hear another Jimmy story? Well, hell yes, I want to hear another story, <laughs> right? But I, first off, 
when you started podcasting, we didn't even exist. When you said, you know, if if I started today, I I would outsource all of that. That's that's of course why we do what we do. We want the rock star situation, right? I want you to walk in, grab the mic, do your stuff, drop the mic, hand it to me, and then we do the rest. And you have surrounded yourself with people to to be able to do that too. And and that's the key to really truly keep you in line. When you and I were talking previously, I had asked you the question of what's next, right? What what what's Jimmy gonna do? And your response to me was, well, I, I could already do it already. What's keeping you in the game, my friend? Oh, just my love of helping people. So I've got a book that'll be coming out in the spring uh, that works off of the website that goes with the podcast. So that's another thing, too, for your listeners. I highly recommend they think ahead. Don't just think about what do I do today. Think about how you can utilize this to further branch or brand as you move forward and build on that brand. So we've got a book coming out. It'll be out probably around March, I think it is. COVID's kind of put them a little bit behind on some of the editorial stuff. It should come out about March. Also, what we've got happening is, is we're going to be doing some virtual events that's going to talk about the power of helping others live a life by design. And what that's going to look like is basically how did we get to where we are today and what can you do to either emulate that or learn from that and build your own success story. And one of the things I want to tell your listeners as well, Matt, do not get into podcasting thinking if the first two or three episodes don't fly to the top of the arc chart that, uh, hey, you know, then I'm not going to do it. Uh, I will tell you, I got into this thinking, you know what, no matter what it does, I know it'll be successful as long as I can reach some people. And we have over 10,000 unique listeners per month. Matthew, we don't have but 21,000 people in my community in which I live. (laughs) Did you catch that? Yep, yep, yep. What we're doing is, is we're telling people, here's the story. We're going to be here every Monday morning. And I want you to listen to this. I am there Monday morning, whether that's a Memorial Day whether it's a Labor Day, it does not matter. We are there for our listeners, our subscribers at Live a Life by Design every Monday morning by the time they wake, go on one of our platforms, whether it's iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcast, Amazon. We're on everything you can listen to, Spotify. You're going to hear us. We're going to be there for you. And that's what your listeners and subscribers want. Consistently depositing knowledge and goodwill into the karmic pool that podcasts draw from. And that's where you get the great listenership from. That's where you get the dedication because nowadays it's different. It's you've got to show me, Jimmy Williams has got to show me that you're going to put time into me as a consumer, even though you don't even freaking know me. Right. And then once I see that you have that dedication, man, I'm hooked and I'm in. And that's why you're getting so many unique listeners. Now, I, I try to prepare for these. I'm sure that doesn't surprise you because I know you prepare like a you know crazy man for for your podcast. <laughs> but one of my favorite questions to ask Jimmy is is you know what should I have asked you? Oh, that is a very deep question. One of the things you should have asked me is this: How do I perceive the value story that I give in each podcast? How do I relate or think it's going to relate to those I wish to reach? That'd be the question I'd like for you to ask. Okay, good. There it was. Go for it. Answer the question. I could not have worded that better, my friend. So, so, so uh, here's how that works. I look at real life situations all during the week I'm writing. I use a really sophisticated program called Evernote. <laughs> so I'm always capturing ideas. I'm watching people and capturing situations. And what I do is I look back on my 32-year career and I go, 
there's a story that relates to how that person could receive some guidance, some leadership, some assistance to get them above this challenge they're currently facing. Because Matthew, I don't face problems. People face problems, don't know how to solve them. I face challenges and I overcome them. There's the big difference in my mentality, right? I try to help bring to my podcast every week for our team something that addresses a challenge that people face, or it's a life situation that they may be going through. So if you look at some of those podcasts that I have in the past 90 podcasts, you're going to see, oh my gosh, how do I set my week up for success? I got to tell you, as something as easy as that is also difficult as that if you oh, don't yeah. take the action to do it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It is liberating when you get it implemented, but trying getting it implemented. Well, thank you for that question. You're right. I don't think I actually would have thought about contextually asking you anywhere near <laughs> Uh, so all right so so here's the deal Uh, we're going to put whatever links that you want into our show notes and and so you do have the listeners right so that we have i don't know how many listeners lots what should they do should they listen to your podcast uh what 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 sort of advice or call to action would you have at the end of this podcast yeah absolutely one thing i'd have them do is i would have them go listen to the podcast they do not have to be in consecutive order you can go listen to them by topic So I go listen to several of the podcast episodes. We keep them nice and sweet. We keep them anywhere from, oh, 25 to 45 minutes at the most every week. Typically, they're around 30 minutes. And then if I have interviews, some of those go up to an hour, depending on the uh, guest that we have. What I would like for you to do is go listen, but don't just listen. If you look at the show notes, which are vital to the podcast, look at what we're asking you to do and implement. So much is taken from the fact that people go, oh, I know what to do, Matthew. They just don't do it. So what our role is at Compass Capital Management, we help our clients be that activator. You know, they know what they should be doing. Hey, I should be saving. I should be reducing my debt. I should be putting more in tax deferred savings. I need to save for my kid to go to college. I need an estate plan. What am I going to do if I die tomorrow? They know all of this. Our goal is to help them focus their areas that they want to do more and let us worry about those things that they have to do, but don't wish to. And that's what we do here. So we help you build a bigger, better, and bolder you just by listening to that podcast and go to our website. It's design. There is lots of information on there and you can go to the podcast there as well. But hey, Matthew, All leaders are readers, but not all readers are leaders, my friend. We even tell you Jimmy's top reads on the the website. Go there. You can see what I'm reading, what I've been reading. I do not ask for any money from Amazon, but there's a link there. You can click on it. It's, It's yours. It's not an affiliate program. It's just I want you to be more informed, and I want to pay value before I gain value. Well, please, please, everybody, and especially if you have thought in any way, shape, or form about starting a podcast, or if you hear your own self resonating, when, when Jimmy's talking about these things, that you're like, yeah, I like that. I want to be like that, or I am like that. Why am I not taking advantage of it? Check out how he's built this juggernaut of a podcast, a juggernaut of a practice, and not just that, the juggernaut influence that he is able to spread across not only his community, but all over North America. Jimmy, 
it has been an absolute pleasure for you being on the show, brother. I'm so honored to have been on your show. And, and now, uh, you know, you return me the favor by enlightening our audience on so much magnificent stuff today. Thank you, Matthew. It's truly been a pleasure. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you click that subscribe now button below. That way, every time we come out with a new podcast, it will show up directly on your listening device. If you have any podcast ideas or guest ideas, email me, Matt, at topadvisorm.com. And if you have a moment, please give us a quick ratings on iTunes, Stitcher, blah, 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 all of those players. Wherever you are, you can give us a quick review. That would be fantastic. So for Jimmy Williams and all of us here, we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thanks for listening to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast, brought to you by Proudmouth. If you want to learn more about how to be your own loud podcast, visit our website, read our blog posts, attend educational webinars, and sign up for Influence Accelerator Academy. 